The following is brought to you by Spirit Swag Store, your one-stop shop for repping the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit podcast in style. Visit spiritswagstore.com today. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome, welcome, welcome to a very special bonus episode of the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit podcast. Now, I'm very excited about this one. If you're listening to this show on the date of its release, well, today is November 24th. Why, you ask, is November 24th a special day in the history of this show? Well, November 24th marks the two-year anniversary of the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit podcast. And what we thought we'd do is take a look back at the episode that started it all. We will be re-listening to episode one, The First Whiff, uh, starring myself and my former co-host and my brother-in-law, Christopher Clark. And I thought I'd add a little bit of detail and a little bit of behind-the-scenes look at the episode while we listen to it together. So I'm really excited about that. Um, if you're a newbie and you haven't listened to the first episode, I don't know, when I pick up a new podcast, I don't always start from the beginning, especially because a lot of them have many episodes. Um, I do like to go and listen to the very first episode, just the first few minutes, and then I'll skip ahead to the most recent because one thing I love about this platform and about this uh, this art, I consider it art, <laughs> is listening to the progress that people have made from their first episode to their most recent, and it's usually very fascinating to hear. Um, I hope that everyone would agree that myself and my co-hosts have all gotten better as we've gone along, but I think that's a really cool thing to start at the beginning and then see how far they've come. And so once again, if you're newbie, maybe you haven't heard this episode. Uh, it might sound a little bit different to you than what you're listening to uh, on the show recently. Um, but I think it's going to give you a good idea of like where this thing started and what the basis of it was. If you have listened to the first episode, if you're one of the OGs, the ride or dies, I appreciate you so much once again for returning and sharing this episode with me, it's got a, it's very special to me. Obviously, um, it has a very special place in my heart. Uh, as we've gotten closer and closer to the two-year anniversary, for those of you who've been following us for a while, you know we were on social media early, very early, trying to generate some buzz about the show and trying to get people excited about it. So all of my memories and the history of... Um, of my pot of my Facebook posts has been showing like everything that was leading up to it. And I got to say, my meme game was very strong when we had no content to post. My meme game was very strong, but it's been popping up in my memories. Uh, us taking pictures of the studio, us trying to interact with the audience about what we were going to call the show, what our colors were going to be. It's just, it takes me back and it makes me remember the fervor and the excitement I had for starting this show. And what's really cool about that is I'm in a position now that we've been doing this for two years, I've had other people reach out to me and want to get help and advice and some coaching on starting their own podcast. And you guys know me, I'm always about paying it forward. And that's exactly what um, I wanted to do when I started this thing, because I had people help me when I first started. Uh, Christopher Kahn, who's a member of this show now, was a big help to me when we first started because he was doing another podcast. And um, he helped me out so much. So, of course, I want to do that for any and everybody. If you're listening right now and you're curious, 
about doing a podcast, please do not hesitate to reach out to me through social media. Um, you guys know where to find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're also on TikTok now. We're trying to get that thing moving along. It's going pretty well so far. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm just really excited to get to season four and see where everything goes. But I'm really happy to be able to take a look back at this next episode. So what I want to say, first of all, before we start listening, like I said, uh, we were trying to generate some buzz and get this thing going. And if you've listened to this show in the past, you know, we went way overboard, did way more than we really needed to. I mean, we built a studio with hammer and nail, bare hands, built a studio in Chris Clark's garage. We got the social media presence going early. And then, um, all of a sudden we were doing all of that and we realized like, oh man, like this all looks really good and official, but at the end of the day, we got to sit down in front of microphones and actually talk and not sound like idiots. <laughs> and so uh, I remember a week before doing this episode, Chris and I got together for a practice episode and me, I had been practicing a lot already at home. Uh, we, when we bought the equipment, most of it was at my house and, uh, what we ended up doing because building the studio was taking a little longer than we thought it was going to do. So the first several episodes of the smells like middle age spirit podcast, we actually did at my old home, uh, in the breakfast nook where, you know, my kids ate breakfast every morning. That's where I set everything up. Um, surprisingly the sound was pretty decent. It's going to sound a little echoey to you. I've, I've learned a lot more about how to work with sound now. Um, but surprisingly, it wasn't too bad. We were in a kitchen. There was no carpet in there, but there were curtains. And I don't know. We found out and discovered that maybe we could get started before this studio was done. So what we determined at that point, like, hey, let's do it. Let's get some practice in and then let's go. So the first time we did a practice, we actually did it at Chris Clark's house. And we had our intro ready. You know, we were ready to go. And I had my... Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. Like, I had been preparing that for so long, and I was ready to unleash it. And so I'm like, hey, wherever you may be listening in the world, you're listening to the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit podcast, blah, 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 blah. How you doing, Chris? Crickets. Crickets. <laughs> he just froze, man. And this is a practice episode. We're not even live. And he was just like, <laughs> and we had to start over probably two or three times. And um, I think we did like a 30 minute episode that night. And what's funny is I, I think we were thinking about possibly using that as the premiere and it just didn't go well. Um, so we decided, okay, let's, let's get together in a couple of days. Let's do it at my house. So we got together at my house. And we decided to give it another try. And so once again, um, ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night, whatever time of day it is, wherever you may be listening in the world. You know, like I said, I'd been practicing that for months. I knew I wanted that to be my intro. And we get started and it's just the conversation is not flowing. It, I'll be honest with you, like it sucked. I was like, nobody's going to listen to this. It was, we were trying too hard. We were trying to force it. And so... I closed the laptop because we were using a laptop at the time. <laughs> and I said, Chris, we're trying too hard, man. We do this every day, almost every weekend. At least we get together and we shoot the shit like we are trying way too hard. We just need to clear our heads, clear our minds. Like, let's go outside, smoke a cigarette real quick, 
come back. I'm just going to turn the shit on and let's go. And that's exactly what we did. And what you're going to find out as we listen to the beginning of this episode is I had done the ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. So many times at this point, like at least 15 or 20, my level of enthusiasm in my estimation, when I listen back to it, you can tell that I've said this way too many times <laughs> and I'm not quite as excited about it as I should be um, when when this is the first episode, like I'm, I'm supposed to deliver and you can tell that in this first beginning and the first time we do this intro, I've done it multiple times and I'm just tired of saying it at this point. So what are we waiting for? Let's get to it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the very first, the inaugural episode of the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit podcast, The First Whiff. to the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit Podcast. What smells so bad? It's strong, but you'll get used to it. Now here's your hosts, Nick Stevenson and Chris Clark. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good afternoon, good evening or good night, whatever time of day it is, wherever you may be listening in the world you're just tuning in to the inaugural episode of the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit podcast. My name is Nick Stevenson, but I am just one of your gracious and humble hosts. Sitting directly across from me is my brother from another mother, my road dog, my partner in crime, Christopher Clark. What it do, baby? Yo, yo, yo. What's up, man? What's going on? You know. So, I'm going to pull the curtain back on this a little bit. This is not the first time we've tried doing this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit trickier than we thought, man. Um, especially back in, what was it? August, September. You're mm-hmm. like, Hey man, you want to start a podcast? And I'm like, yeah, dude, we're starting tomorrow. Right? Like, let's get it done. <laughs> um, didn't quite work out that way, but you know what? I've had fun doing this so far. Um, we went, we went a little ham. It's cool. Uh, but I'm excited to be here finally doing the first episode with Absolutely. you, man. Absolutely. Um, from the first time we talked about it, I was in my bedroom, like talking to myself, walking around the house, like ready to go. And so uh, it's not quite how we envisioned it, but you know what? Part of our goal was, hey, let's let people watch this from the ground up. Absolutely. So they're going to watch this fumble all over ourselves. <laughs> in this first- all right. Trigger warning. If you are triggered by the word absolutely, <laughs> I don't want to tell you to turn this shit off, um, but I'll tell you what. Absolutely do not make a drinking game out of the amount of times that I or Chris are going to say the word absolutely because you will die uh, before the end of this episode. And this is one of the funny things that when we got constructive criticism after the fact, when we put the first episode out, like so many people are like, bro, y'all fucking got to stop saying absolutely. Like You got to come up with another word. And it's just so funny. And that's when we had had the idea of possibly putting out T-shirts with hashtag absolutely on it because it just gets ridiculous. And you'll see as the show continues on. First episode. <laughs> and that's and all right. That's all right. <laughs> yeah, and it's all good. It's part of it. Yeah, man. So this process has been crazy. You know, we're, we are building a studio, which anybody listening who wants to start a podcast, um, first of all, why not? It's not like anyone else has a podcast. Start one. <laughs> do, something, do something new. Fresh. Completely untapped Yes, <laughs> absolutely. But you don't have to go that hard in the paint. You don't got to build your studio <laughs> from the ground up. You don't got to buy all the... Expensive equipment, but 
we did this because we're overachievers. Let's face it. Let's. That's what we do. There ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> nah, it's no, it's what we do. No shame in that game. Not at all. And by the time we get this thing right, we hope it's going to be your favorite podcast to listen to. So, um, some of the people that I feel like we should thank at this point. Um, first of all, our wives. To anyone Absolutely. who does not know us, uh, Christopher Clark and I are bonded by the fact that we are married to sisters. Um, and so we are brothers-in-law, but we're friends. Um, being brothers-in-law didn't guarantee that we would be friends, but no. we absolutely are friends. And so we have beautiful families. You have your wife, Haley, mm-hmm. and two daughters, Fallon and Zoe. Cute as buttons. Uh, shout, out to, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Fallon. We celebrated her birthday this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm married to Whitney, and we have a blended family of my oldest daughter, Madeline, my son, Logan, and my daughter, Hannah. So we're just a, a crazy bunch, man. Get together and get all our crazy bundled up in one room and, and let everything fly. I, I love our dynamic, though. And to think about where we came from when me and Whitney first got together is oh, crazy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like how tight absolutely. we are. And so we already talked about when we decided to let's do this podcast. Let's talk about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about why we're friends, how we came together get our audience a little familiar with who we are because half of these people are probably friends and acquaintances of yours. Yes. Maybe three or four of them are mine. <laughs> if you, yeah, Chris, you, you've got a lot of friends on, on social media, bro. Like every person that you might know, Chris, this person is mutual friend with Chris. <laughs> so I brought a couple people to the plate though. Look, that's who I want to thank next. If you've been following us in September, back when we were promising you this podcast within a month's time, <laughs> Uh, Shout you, out to you. Yes, you hung Shout in there. Shout out to you. <laughs> you hung in there. Uh, I don't want to say we got ahead of ourselves, but, you know, we, we had delusions of grandeur. And not necessarily that it won't end up there, but, um, yeah, we definitely, we were, uh, we wanted, we, we still want big things, but we, we probably went a little hard in the paint. <laughs> so you hung in there. We told you it's almost there. It's almost there. Well, it's finally here. If you were following us on Instagram, Facebook, I have like two people following our Twitter. I don't know how to do Twitter. I don't either. (laughs) Like, I don't either. But we got over 400 followers on Facebook. We're Uh close to 100 on Instagram. People are asking me all the time, hey man, when are you guys starting? So we have the support we need, and that's awesome. Like, we we can't thank you guys enough. And while I'm passing out thank yous, um, I got to admit to to the audience and to you, Chris, I have this tendency, I'll have a great idea. Like, hey man, I really want to start a podcast. Mm We had a buddy of ours start one recently, and I saw that, and I was like, you know what? I should be able to do that, but still, I let kind of the negativity of why, man, there's so many reasons this couldn't work. I kind of let that get in the way until Christopher Clark, (laughs) a.k.a. the Hype Gorilla, came in. (laughs) Came in, guns a-blazing, like, let me tell you, okay, anybody who knows Chris Clark knows that the dude is one of the most entrepreneurial spirited people you're ever going to meet. Like plain and simple, he's going to find a way to make that money. Okay. (laughs) So, and he don't matter what it's going to be. And he will always have an idea. And when he gets that idea, it's balls to the wall. And if he falls flat on his face, which we can say a couple of times, maybe you have more than a couple. It's probably been a solid 20 times. Okay. And complete like, crash and burn. Right. Not like going bankrupt. Like y'all ain't no, living under a no, bridge. No, 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 no. Like, not I ain't, at all. Yeah. Not at all. We never had to throw you no crumbs or anything. No. But stuff didn't work out the way you thought it was. Of okay? course. Okay. But that never stopped you from the next one. Like, this is it, bro. No. Let me tell you, 
I'm making soap by hand. Do you know people <laughs> buy the soap for $8 a bar? And it only costs what? How much did it cost to make? Not Less than a dollar. Okay. Like 90 cents. So this sounded like a good idea in gr- Chris's garage. When I tell you this shit was full of fucking handmade soap. <laughs> <laughs> and you were, dude. But hey, that was Chris's jam at the moment. And when people wasn't buying soap, he moved on to the next one. Like, But he was always passionate. And that was, I kind of on the outside looking in, man, I was jealous of that. Like, man, I really wish I had something that I could be passionate about like that and not let the negativity get to me. So when you came up to me and said, hey, man, you still thinking about doing a podcast? I was like, <laughs> this is what I need. I need that Chris energy. I need the hype gorilla. Come on with that Tarzan one more time. He comes in, guns a blazing. And he's like, yeah, man, we're going to do a podcast. And, you know, yes. Once again, we, we went a little hard in the paint. We built a studio in his garage. And with, I'm talking like hammer and nail, did all by yep. ourselves. Yep. And But it's cool. like I needed that from you because once it kind of started coming together, once I saw us put that wall up, yeah. once I saw it painted. It starts getting real. It starts getting real. I'm like, you know what, man? We can do this. Yeah. And I, it's something that I've wanted to do, but you gave me that extra push. So you are the person I have to thank because were it not for you, we would not be sitting here doing this right now. Well, I so, appreciate that. I appreciate I got to hand you that for sure. Thank you, sir. So, so now that we're finally here and doing this thing, let's tell people a little bit, uh, play this game, pretend it's not mom and wives only listening. We hope all 400 and plus uh, of our Facebook followers are listening. We hope everyone's listening. But let's play this little game real quick and tell everybody how we came together. So, like I said, we're married to sisters, but that wasn't a guarantee that we were going to be friends. No, and you're right. it was pretty obvious to me when I met you guys that we had different backgrounds. What was cool about it is that it didn't matter to y'all. Like y'all didn't yeah, ask me, Hey man, who'd you vote for? No. Or, nope. you know, what are you doing for a living? Like it was, it was cool. And yeah. even though we'll get into it later, there was a little bit of controversy about the circumstances of me being with Whitney and mm-hmm. you guys had kind of known my daughter already so there was a lot of questions up in the air but i never maybe y'all talked about that behind my back i don't know but (laughs) to to y'all's face it was all love and so i i appreciated that about you guys and that's when i was like okay i really want to i want to get close to whitney's family we've been dating for a few months and you guys invited us camping and that's i consider that our anniversary bro like that's (laughs) that's when me and you started of course okay so we go on this camping trip and you know we're Got the we got the campfire going, some some s'mores, a little bit of adult beverages, some Indian fire water, if you know what I mean. We're 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 throwing back, and uh, it comes to be my turn to put music on the Bluetooth, and I'm like, I think this is my opportunity, but I just got to figure out like what does Chris like? We're gonna because I know the music is a powerful thing. I'm like, if I first of all, he's already lathered up pretty good, you know, <laughs> on this vodka and whatever we were drinking. And I was um, going to tell you right now, the chances of you figuring that out are slim to none. Right. Slim to none. I, yeah. since I was 14, I've stuck to it. I know that you music. have, yeah, you have a lane. And, and I don't, I have not, to this day, I've not shifted out of that lane. And that, it, fortunately, me being a person who loves all types of music, I was like, all right, let me shuffle the deck real quick. <laughs> and, you know, I had to kind of figure it out. And I, I had to... I had two options. I was like, this dude's either going to be down with some like punk, alternative rock, 90s, early 2000s, or maybe like some Southern rock. We'll see. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go with what I know best. Let's pump in a little bit of Green Day. Ooh-wee. Yeah, a little bit of Blink-182. You know, some Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's it. That's and- it, man. <laughs> so I crank it. 
and I'm I'm taking a chance, and <laughs> I'm telling you, liquored up Chris is like, hell yeah, oh oh, I love this guy, I love this guy, I haven't heard this man, and we bonded over the music, yeah. and at that uh-huh. point I'm like, I got you, I got you. <laughs> So we're hugging, we're bro hugging, you know, we have no shirts on. It's no shame. It was yeah, no shame. it wasn't anything, you know. Our, our, there was people there to make sure it didn't get too heavy. But, <laughs> but that that was when we clicked. Yeah, I was like, uh-huh. okay. And that was cool. It was a cool trip, man. We had a good time. You guys kind of got to know me a little bit more. And as time grew on, we just got closer and closer. Um, and we just went through some real life shit, man. Yeah, absolutely. We had to go through the loss of our wife's father. Mm-hmm. That was very difficult. And that's when you start to hit adversity is when you really find out like who's real. Absolutely. And that was some adverse times. We went through some other things in our family mm-hmm. where unfortunately it happens, you know, there's, there's sides that have to be taken and yeah. you, you, you love everybody, but you know, the people who stick with you even through the times that there's been hardships, mistakes, whatever, that's the people who are your people. And Absolutely. that's, So I just want to hop in here real quick. Um, I feel like the very, the camping trip was very important to me and Chris, you know, bonding and creating our relationship. But what I had mentioned earlier, um, we talked about the loss of our wife's father. That one was a really, really big um, moment. I've talked many times before about how, especially for me, you don't, people don't become family. You don't become people you love. You know, your friends don't become family or people that you love until you've gone through some things together. And our wives losing their father was a huge thing because Chris and I both, um, we had to be there for our wives. It was obviously very difficult for them. I know it was more difficult for Chris than I because I did not know um, Whitney's Whitney and Haley's father very well at all. Whitney and I were very fresh. When he passed away, as a matter of fact, I'm not entirely sure that he even took our relationship that seriously um, because it was so new. And so I know that it was hard on Chris, but he had to be there for Haley because obviously this is devastating for them to lose their father. And so that's kind of where he and I, whenever we needed to have somebody to lean on, we kind of came together, you know, because when you have to be strong and be that rock for someone else, you can't, at that moment, you really can't depend on them to hold you up. So that's one of the other things that me and Chris really bonded on was the fact that we had both um, lost a father-in-law, um, one that Chris was much closer to, like I said, than I got to. But that was one of the things that really brought us together as well. And I think I, I didn't want that to be understated because we kind of glossed over it during the show. But it was a huge part of me and Chris becoming friends rather than just two guys who were married to sisters. We ended up being. And so thank goodness that, uh, that you stuck around, man, because you're the one who inspired this whole thing. Who knew all this time, all I needed was Christopher Clark in my life, man. So, (laughs) but so what we said we were going to do, let's do it, man. Let's, let's talk about ourselves a little bit. Some of the questions I'm going to ask you, um, I know, First of all, because this, once again, is not the first time we've tried <laughs> doing this, this particular podcast. Yeah, hey, yeah. But, you know, as in this process of us doing this, man, I've, I've learned some things about you that I didn't know. So 
first of all, you grew up, born and raised, Deer Park, Texas. Yep. All right. Shout out Deer Park. Shout out to the Fighting Deer. That's where we broadcast or podcast from. Excuse me. Um, What was it like growing up in Deer Park 10, 15 years ago, 20? Oh, man, we're getting up there. Oh, buddy. Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) So let's talk about as a young kid, man. What, What was it like in Deer Park? Man, coming up in Deer Park, it was very... Very different than it is now. Mm -hmm. Okay. When I was 11, 12, 13, 14. Right. Dude, we were outside until the sun went down every single day. Mm -hmm. After school, summertime, there was none of this staying inside. Mama probably didn't let you come inside. No, no. (laughs) When we got in trouble, our asses got pulled inside. Right. Like, we weren't... It it was ridiculous, man. But I I remember all the time... I mean, dude, when 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 it rained heavily... We'd go swimming in the ditches. There you go. Like, we had no shame in our game. Yeah. I mean, th- uh, skating. This is pre-internet. This is pre-internet. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the, the internet was definitely revolutionizing right. at that point. But, but you didn't have the Xboxes no, and the PlayStation. No, like, no, not at all. That no. was outside getting I in. remember slamming hard on PlayStation 1, Tony Hawk Underground. Yeah, like, that buddy. Was, that was my jam <laughs> when it came out, right? Yeah. I mean, it... We're aging ourselves too. Some people are like Tony Hawk. What is that? <laughs> yeah, that was the shit back yeah, then. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it, it, growing up, man, I could not have asked for a better place to grow up, better friends to grow up with. Yeah. I mean, we had we had a blast. We really did. Um, there, there was a story. My uh, my friend Nick, that lived across the street. Right, mm-hmm. mom goes away. We're in his house chilling. We're probably, I don't know, ten or eleven. Mm-hmm. And it's his older brother, Nick, me, and my little brother, right? Uh-huh. And Nick had a bunch of black cats. Mm-hmm. Mama's gone. This keep, sounds mischievous already. Keep in mind, this house is two <laughs> houses down from my mom and pop's house. Okay? Oh, okay. <laughs> we go in the backyard. Nick's like, man, I got some black cats. I'm like, what are black cats, yo? Like, what, <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. So <laughs> he brings these black cats in the, black cats in the backyard. And... He had this ginormous German Shepherd, man. Beautiful dog. Well, with a ginormous dog comes ginormous dog shits. Right? Ooh, I can see where this is going on. Bro, right. Nick goes over there and he puts like three black cats into this ginormous pile of dog shit. He lights the firecrackers. The dog right. shit goes everywhere. The next door neighbor's outside, calls the cops. The cops come over. 11-year-old me is shitting my pants. I mean, it's it's things like that that I remember... And, of course, the cops didn't do anything. Yeah. They were just like, hey, man. That's a good example of kids doing dumb shit, but yes. not illegal. Well, I mean, maybe. I don't know. I, I get where you're coming from, man. Because we talk to our kids now, and the shit the kids are doing right now <laughs> yeah, no. is way more heavy Absolutely. than lighting some dog shit on fire. Yeah, like, yeah. So I get where you're coming from with that. So in Deer Park, like, were there cliques, or was everybody just cool with one another? Like, There was cliques, yeah. yeah. I mean, absolutely. As in... I mean, I I think as of now, like some outsider stuff, like you guys walking around having snapping in the street, fighting, like no, no, no. I mean, it was more of like a, you know, you had your posses, you had your gothic right, right, people, right, right. you had your preppy okay. kids, you just know, average American town shit. Yes, average okay. Joe stuff. I mean, nothing, I got you. nothing substantial. But okay. like I said, I could not have asked for a better town to grow up in and a better time to grow up in, man. So would Mama get on your ass about the. The black cats and oh, the dog yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, I got my ass chewed. I mean, I, it, it was, you know, I got the spiel, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah. I know? can see Mama Clark doing that. So yeah. let's let's talk about Mama and Papa Clark. You have one sibling, mm-hmm. uh, your brother, Jonathan. Yep. yep. Uh, what was life like growing up in, in your household, man? So 
me and my brother right now are as close as we've ever been. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're partners in business. Not only that, but we're best friends. Yeah. Um, growing up, <laughs> it's a Did whole you see that animal. coming? No. Not, this, dude, this didn't happen until about four years ago. Yeah. We hated each other. I, I mean, you. we hated each other's guts. Mm-hmm. There was not a, a bit of peace and quiet in that Clark household growing up. <laughs> right. And my mother will vouch for that. Like, yeah. it, was, it was insane. Did mama have a favorite? Oh, absolutely. Mama had a favorite, bro. Of course. <laughs> I'm just wondering because you guys are beefing all the time. Oh, so dude. Oh, dude. She come in there, Chris. You need <laughs> Chris. Chris. It's Chris. Always Chris. It's That's always funny. Chris. What so Chris do? Would your mom admit that she had a favorite? No. If you asked her? No, not at all. Like, would she give it away with, like, the look on her face or anything? Possibly. Or she got poker face? Uh, I would say she'd possibly give it away. Okay. <laughs> okay. I just want to hop in real quick because one of the things that I really regret about this show is that the original idea was for myself, Chris and his brother, Jonathan, AKA Booba to do the show together. And when it was very early on that we were talking about doing it, I would go over to Chris's house and we'd talk about the show and we hadn't even come up with a name for it yet. We would talk about the show and throw around ideas of topics we could have. And we'd sit on that back porch for about an hour or two. And man, if we could have recorded those conversations, it would be excellent bonus content right now because Jonathan is a really smart and in-depth thinker. And he's probably he's probably smarter than both of us, me and Chris. And I think there's an element that he would have added to this show that just it really fascinated me. And when he decided that he wasn't going to have time to put into the show, you know, and put the effort in as much as if he was going to do it, he wanted to be able to do it all the way. And he just didn't feel like it was going to be possible for him to do that. And so he stepped down, stepped aside. And um, that was really disappointing. And I guess that was kind of like a foreshadowing of <laughs> what eventually would happen with his brother, Chris Clark. Um, but when we were talking about in this part of the episode, about his relationship with his brother, it just reminded me that he was almost a part of the show. And there's a part of me that always wonders, like, man, what would that have been like? If his brother was still doing the show or had done the show, would he still be doing it? I don't know. But at the end of the day, I know I'm really happy about what this show has become. And everything happens for a reason, right? But I just wanted to throw that out there. No way. Okay. (laughs) Okay. What about, man, what about your pops? Like, what was... Dude, <laughs> I, so my pops is a whole nother animal. My yeah. pops has given me the drive that I have now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's okay to fail. Right. But you better get your ass back up and keep going. Okay. That okay. That's where I get my drive from. Okay. It, it, it's okay. If you fall and you bust your face wide open. Already. It's okay. It happens. Get your ass back up and keep going. Hell yeah. So like, we- pops is a... Man, he's a he's a completely different animal. I would come home from school when I was in junior high, and this went on from like fifth grade all the way up to ninth grade. Okay, mm-hmm. that I mean, we live in Texas, dead ass in summertime, so it's ten months out of the year. Right. It's hot. Mm-hmm. This dude is in a garage, running as fast as he can on a treadmill <laughs> with the garage door closed, no shirt on, and those nineteen eighties <laughs> bicycle shorts. Nice, bro. There's sweat everywhere. Like he was so determined. <laughs> to keep his body in shape. It was yeah. just it was unbelievable. Like the the amount of willpower that that man has is right. is incredible. That's crazy, man. So we kind of got to thank Papa Clark for the Smells Like Middle Age <laughs> Spirit podcast. 
because he gave Chris the drive, man. That's that's awesome. I I got to tell you, your parents now. I I've obviously only known them for a few years, but mm-hmm. your parents are dope, man. Your pop, he's he's cool as the other side of the pillow. <laughs> like yeah. when I see him, I told you this last time. Like I know he was Mister Steal Your Girl back in the day. <laughs> that dude is just yeah. smooth, man. He's yeah. like. He's like baby oil on a fat Samoan. <laughs> like he comes in, he's got yeah. his whiskey in one hand, he's got a cigar in the other one, he's got that little southern draw. Yep. And uh he's smooth, man. I, Mama Clark, I see you. I see what you saw. <laughs> I know I know he stole you from somebody, but we won't we don't have to talk about it. <laughs> it it'll be one of those unspoken things. We yeah. all know. So yeah, they're dope. So how are they as grandparents Whew. versus as parents? I'm going to say they are fantastic grandparents, and they were fantastic parents. Mm-hmm. I will definitely give that both of them. I'm going to say they were two completely different animals, <laughs> uncomparable. Like yeah. <laughs> the, the amount of shit that my kids get away with at their house is, yeah, unbelievable. I, I heard that speech your pops was giving Maddie at, at the birthday party today, talking about hustling for twenty dollars <laughs> for babysitting. Yeah, <laughs> talking about oh, your parents are supposed they're supposed to take care of you. <laughs> No. They're supposed to give you those things. If you babysit, get money. I'm like, is he trying to be her agent? What is is going on? I'm like, Pops, you're supposed to be on my side over here. That's funny. But, yeah, Yeah. I mean, it's different. Um, I can vouch for that, too, man. I told you, like, I I don't recognize the woman my kids call Mimi. Yeah. I think she's cool as shit. I wish she was my Mimi. But, uh, (laughs) But it's, I mean... I think it comes with the territory. Of course. First of all, when you're older, you're just way more chill. Mm-hmm. Like, shit don't get to you like it used to. Yeah. And we'll probably be the same way. I think we're going to get a kick out of watching our kids struggle. <laughs> you know, oh, Fallon, oh, Fallon, your kid don't want to eat her bread ends, huh? Mm. Mm. Yeah. So, oh, no, you got, they want they want a peanut butter and jelly, no crust. Okay. I'm going to give them all the no crust they want. Story of my life, man. Story of my life. So... That's cool, though, man. Um, so you go from growing up in that household, like, let's talk about where your parents, like, heavy discipline. Because you, you're a great dude, man. You and your brother are both great dudes. So when I met you, I assumed your parents were just beating your ass every day, like, <laughs> so, <laughs> whipping you into shape. <laughs> no. But you've told me a different story, man. I find it interesting. So that 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 is far, far from the truth. My parents had a very different idea of parenting. Right. Um, they... Any kind of crazy shit that went on, mm-hmm. if we wanted to, you know, drink or whatever, right? They were okay with it as long as we were at their house, right, under their roof, That's crazy. so they could see what was going on. That's crazy, and man. they could have they they didn't have, you know, total control over it, but they right. wanted to know that we were home, we were safe, nothing bad was going to happen to us. Yeah, that's what they wanted to know. And growing up, my mom always told me like. I don't care what you do. I don't care how much trouble you get in. Right. The one person that you have to be 100% honest with is me because I'm the only person in your corner. Right. Like, straight up, you have to be honest with me. And I always respected that. And no matter what kind of crazy shit I got myself into. That's the truth. Always, always came back and told her, no matter how fucked up it was. Yeah. No matter how, you know, what kind of crazy shit I got myself into, I came clean. I told her what happened. And every single time she went to bat for me. Every time. That's dope. Um, so growing up for me was completely different. And that's why I, I'm I'm not sitting here advocating for you to beat the hell out of your kids, but of course (laughs) growing up, I was, let's say, uh, corporal punishment was Mm -hmm. a thing in my house. And 
because I felt like it worked for me. I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wasn't abused, but I got spanked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a healthy fear <laughs> of my mother. Yeah. And it wasn't just, oh, I don't want to disappoint my mom. It was like, I don't want to get my ass whooped. <laughs> like, I'd be scared. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that kind of shaped me to be a person who thought about consequences. Absolutely. And I guess that's what the point of spanking is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just stuck with me and it worked for me. So I was like, okay, when I, but I meet you and you tell me, man, I grew up completely different. Yeah. Like it, you was run amok. Yeah. In the eight. So I, but there's no book to this shit, man. There really is. There's isn't. no book on what's right or wrong. Yeah. And, and once you get to a fork on the road, no one's going to sit there and tell you what road to take or, yeah. you know, what, which, which path to go there. It's, it, it it's, I, it's whatever's going to work for you. I got to say, man, the path your parents took, that was a risky Oh, dude, it was. <laughs> that was risky. It was. Absolutely. And the fact that they, I mean, they're they're batting 100 right now, bro. You and your brother <laughs> are both excellent dudes, man. Like, that was. I appreciate that. That was risky. And uh, are you going to do the same with your girls? Uh, <laughs> I've been sitting here no. talking up all day, bro. I can't. <laughs> but I, I don't have an honest answer for that. I don't yeah. know. I'm, I haven't got to the teenage years. I am. <sighs> I mean, it's, it's these kids up. these days are a different ball game. Yes, bro. they are. Well, I mean, we we live in a completely different time they, now. They are a different ball game. Yep. Like you, maybe like finding some cigarettes to smoke. Like these dudes are popping mollies. Like, yes, yeah. crazy. Like, yes, it's, whoa! How are you going to be? You're not even in junior high. You're talking and about. How do you even know what that is? Like, <laughs> Thank it's, you. It blows my mind, man. Yeah, it is, it's a it's completely crazy. different ball game. Like, I'm pretty sure if back in the day. Your mom wouldn't be letting you doing blow at the house or no, something like that. No, no, like, no, no, no. nothing crazy. Yeah, like that. Nothing so crazy. I mean, I don't know, dude. It's for me. I grew up with a lot. I, I don't feel like I would raise a household as strict as my house was, uh-huh. but I grew up where like, okay, there's rules, there's boundaries, and you stick to them. And I, to be honest with you, I'm not sure. Me, me growing up. So <laughs> I grew up in Texas City, Lamarck. That's where the majority of my family is from. Mm-hmm. When I say that, people are always like, oh, <laughs> now I get it. Because if you know anything about Texas City yeah. Lamarck, it is the white people who think they are black, <laughs> capital of the United States of America. There's some down-ass white people in Texas City and Lamarck. But I happen to be the white boy who doesn't think he's black. I happen to be the white boy who is black. I am the <laughs> proud product of a biracial relationship. Um which people never believe when they see me. Cause I didn't, I didn't believe until I saw your mother. People, <laughs> people, when I would go to school, your mom is not black. Your mom is not black. And I'm like, dude, am I going to have to carry a picture of like me coming out of her? That would probably get me suspended. But if that's what I got to do, like, yeah. and then my mama would show up to school. That's not your mama. You know, you know what? You're right. She's not. You caught me. I hired this black woman to come pick me up and take me home. Like, come on. <laughs> but yeah, so... I grew up in a small town similar, but uh, I don't know. Deer Park's nice, man. I live in Deer Park now. Deer Park's like the white people who've never seen a black person, capital of the United States (laughs) of America. And that's not, I'm not saying that that's what makes it nice, but it's just a different dynamic, man. And um, it took some getting used to, but I I like Deer Park. It's a good place to raise your family. Absolutely. Um, being somebody who moved around as much as I did, I never really got to call one particular place home. Yeah. Um, when I was in the fifth grade, we moved up to Cyprus. Shout mm-hmm. out, Cy Falls. Uh, moved to the Bear Creek area. Uh, Watkins Junior High. Holler at them Bulldogs. Man, I'm going to have a lot of mascots if I go through every school I went to, though, man. In junior high, I went to three schools. 
So, but we moved around a lot yeah. and I never had that dynamic of settling down in one community and becoming a part of it, man. Yeah. Like I was always bouncing around when I was in high school, we moved to California. Yeah. That's the longest I've lived anywhere. I lived in California for eight years. Mm -hmm. And when I tell people that they're also like, Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now I get it. I'm yeah. just, yeah. People have a hard time getting me. Like there's people who talk, man, what's up with your accent? I, I have an accent. I, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I guess I'm just this gumbo pot of culture. I've been, I've been everywhere. But um, so not having that as a as a kid and growing up, like mm -hmm. to be here in Deer Park and meet people who've been here yeah. their entire lives yeah. and like walking down the street and hey, I went to high school. Like, yeah, I wanted to ask you, like, what is that like? Because me, I wouldn't want to run into anybody that I went to high school with, to be honest with you. I mean, the, the small town camaraderie is is, is awesome, man. Right. It, it really is. I, I love it. I had a chance to move out of here. In 2013, to take a job in Corpus, and and mm -hmm. man, we had paperwork signed. We were done. We were ready to go. And then I walked in, and Haley's crying. Yeah. I can't do it. I can't leave. Yeah. I was like, well, it's not going to work if you don't want to go. Right. Like, I'm not going to make you go anywhere. I'm not going to drag you out of here. Yeah. And we, you know, here we are. We stayed. Um. That's. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it, it's. It's different, man. Yeah. It's. I, I wouldn't want to do it. I, I've i been in awkward situations where I've seen somebody that I knew from the past and didn't want to be seeing them. Yeah. And, like, I couldn't imagine that possibly happening every day. Yeah. So. I mean, some some people hate it. Right. So I see people all the time. Like, I'm ready to get out. I'm ready to leave. I'm tired of seeing everybody I know. And they yeah. do. They get out and they skate. But you know what? My mom was like that. She didn't want to leave Texas City of the Mark. Yeah. Until she got out. And then she realized, hey, the There's world is bigger. There's a whole other world There's a whole other world out there. Of course. So, I think it's, hey, look, it's good to travel. But if, if and get out, see the world. Yeah, absolutely. Go see everything. But if Deer Park is home, and, you know, I promised my kids, because I didn't want them moving around a lot like I was. I absolutely. said, you know what? Deer Park is going to be our home. Yep. Yep. It's been a great place, man. I, I have no complaints. Um, I'm going to hopefully watch my kids graduate at yep. Deer Park High School. And it's it's a good place to be, man. And we, yeah. we got, we've we got had a lot of support. Most of the support we've had for this podcast is from people here locally. Absolutely. Man. And they're excited about it. And I hope that we do them proud. I hope that we do them proud. So we decided after all of this, we do have a lot of things in common us being family men, mm -hmm. us caring about our families. Yep. Um, I'm trying to get your level of work ethic and your level of <laughs> excitement and drive. Like I'm trying to get there, buddy. <laughs> You're pulling me along. And <laughs> I hope to bring that to this podcast to help, uh, help it be successful. Um, but there's a lot of stuff about you and I that's different. Absolutely. We, there's a lot of things. Absolutely. That we grew up in different ways, man. Mm -hmm. um, I was in a heavily religious family that believed in political neutrality. Like, you just don't get involved in that. I didn't salute the flag. I, did, I didn't. And then when it came to holidays, I wasn't involved in that. Like, that was my upbringing. And I feel like I, in a lot of ways, was in this bubble where, like, I really wasn't aware of what was going on in the rest yeah. of the world. And I know you grew up. I mean, you're from Texas, baby. Deer Park, Southern. That's it. That's right? it, man. And you're we, you're you're red as a baby's ass after the doctor gets. We, we grew up in a bright red it. household. Like, <laughs> yeah. No ifs, ands, or buts. This is the way it's done. This is the way it's always been done. This is the way it's going to continue. Absolutely. And so, 
knowing that me coming from my background where I, as an adult, I don't consider myself a political person. I don't, I'm, I don't consider myself Democrat, Republican. Yeah. I'm an American who loves this country Absolutely. and anybody else who loves this country, I'm down with you. Absolutely. I don't, I don't really care about any of that other stuff. Um, but I, you know, me feeling like I'm, it's not really a neutrality. I just feel like I'm somewhere in the middle. So there might be some things that I believe or feel that some would say is left leaning. Some would say is right, whatever. Of course. Um, but that, when I met you, that didn't matter. No, 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 no. And it didn't matter to me that you, I mean, dude, when I met you, you had a Trump sign in your front yard. Like you was gung ho, baby. Dude, I'm telling you, <laughs> if you go back to my Facebook page, 2016, when this yeah. whole thing was going on, dude, yeah. there were some, there would be some people who would just immediately gone. They're done. They delete me. Like yeah. it's, it was, yeah. I don't want to say I was posting offensive stuff. But good lord, man! Like I can sit here and say there was way too much of it. It was way over <laughs> yeah, the top. Like yeah. I see that, I understand that. And then when you step, when you when you take yourself back, you step out of it, and you're like, "Good God!" Like, yeah, it's too much. It's, it's way real easy. Too much. It's real easy to get caught up in that. And I think there's some of the people in power that's kind of what they want because they depend on people who you are, are absolutely right. They depend on the extremes, yes, to to get them to where they need to be. And there's so many people in the middle who are like, "Hey." What about us? You Absolutely. Know? And for me, I don't, what I love, like I said, I mentioned this before. You guys didn't ask me who I voted for or what religion no. I was, no, any no. of that. It was, no. yo, you love these kids. You love Whitney. You're in like Flynn, man. And Absolutely. That's, that's how I feel it should be. Because I want, if anything comes out of this podcast, I want people to know that my background and your background is not the same. Absolutely. We don't agree on every single no, thing. You're right. But the one thing we do agree on is that we're both human beings and we respect one another. And we can sit down and have a conversation. And not get belligerent. Not absolutely. get crazy. Not get crazy. I've and never walk away still being friends. Right. Absolutely. I've never called you an idiot. No. You've never called me an no. idiot. I've never left and told Whitney, Chris is an idiot. Like, <laughs> that's not how it goes. Yeah. Sometimes, what I, I love the conversations that we have where we may be on two opposite sides of a spectrum. Mm -hmm. And at the end of that conversation, we both kind of come a little bit closer. To Absolutely. Another. We didn't give up our stance on whatever we were talking about. Yeah. But maybe we understood something a little bit more than we did the first time. Absolutely. And that's if anything comes from this podcast, if only five people listen to it, I want them to know that we're trying to advocate for yeah. people who don't agree with one another, that it's okay. Absolutely. You can still be friends. You can be more than friends. You're my family. I love of you. Course. And there's nothing. The things that we've been through that are important are far outweigh ignorant stuff like, Absolutely. you know, politics. Like, yes. I don't care about any of that. No. Like, and no. that's what has been the greatest thing for me about our friendship. And so you and I got together when we said, hey, let's start a podcast. I'm like, dude, that's going to be a great idea. Absolutely. Because I know you have different takes on certain Absolutely. things. I have different takes on certain things. We can talk about it and we can have a debate. It's fine. We can be in a disagreement, like, but we're going to do it respectfully. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, I hope we can be a shining example to people. Okay. When you don't agree with somebody, that's how you're supposed to talk to them. Yeah. That's how that conversation's supposed to go. And see, one thing that Haley has taught me is you don't listen to respond. Mm -hmm. You listen to understand. And if Absolutely. you can grasp that concept, man, your mindset will change substantially absolutely i mean it, it it's it's truly and that's that's what happened to me after the whole 2016 craziness right right, right. right. i started step back and i started looking like i remember baby chris's uh, hair was on fire oh buddy his hair was on dude, fire I'm, I'm up at midnight <laughs> hollering running around my house like oh like it was 
Hey, it was, was crazy. Internet trolling the whole nine, baby. Dude, it was. <laughs> I, I can. I mean, I can sit here now and tell you that was insane. Right. Like, that's crazy. People shouldn't act like that. Right. If people would sit down without screaming and yelling and cussing and hollering and just mm-hmm. sit down and have a normal conversation, they might figure out that they agree on 90% of this shit. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to disagree on the 10%. That's right. okay. Absolutely. I like, mean, you don't have to get that 10% from them. Absolutely like, not. you can see somebody post something on Facebook or, and you can just keep scrolling. Absolutely. You don't gotta, <laughs> not react to it. <laughs> you, you don't have to You don't have to anything. get involved. Yeah. Nothing. Leave just it keep alone. Scrolling. Keep, keep scrolling. Keep on going. So, we decided... Let's let our podcast be an example. And yeah, first of all, nobody wants to listen to people who agree on everything. Like no. That would be a really boring podcast. <laughs> so we're going to have some discussions that we're on opposite ends of. But I know for a fact, first of all, not one discussion we've ever had has ever gotten heated. No. Uh, we both get loud and excited, but it's never been heated. But yeah. we're going to have an opportunity to show people what those conversations should look like. I'm excited about it. And... I can't wait, man, to to keep to keep the content coming. How many times have you been asked why why smells like middle aged spirit? Man, it's probably been a solid fifty or sixty times. Yeah, I mean, I've been asked a lot. It's what's the number one response? But who's middle aged? <laughs> You're not middle aged. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I technically I consider myself. To be middle aged at this point. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm I'm rolling up on thirty years old. Right. And some people might say, "Oh, you're still young." Blah blah blah. And I yeah, I, I get that. I, I understand don't know that. a lot of people living to, you know. I mean, I say that I have grandparents that are in their nineties now, but yeah, I got look. Yeah. It's it's a play on words. I'll tell you what it means to me. Smells like middle aged spirit is obviously a nod to the Nirvana song "Smells Like Teen Spirit." Mm-hmm. And I got a newsflash. If you were jamming that song, you're, you're not so young anymore. <laughs> you're getting close to middle age. So it's a pop culture reference that I say it's a pop culture reference. My kids were like, what does that mean? <laughs> they had no clue. Yeah. Uh, it's a pop culture reference that it's still cool enough where people understand it. Mm-hmm. But smells like middle age spirit means to me like, look, we're going to give you our takes from the perspective of a guy who is not young anymore. But he's not old. Like, I'm still cool enough to know what Nirvana course, is, right? Is Nirvana yeah. Nirvana is still cool, Absolutely. right? Okay. Absolutely. I, look, they still get jammed on the buzz. So, you know, I, maybe. Okay, <laughs> maybe the buzz is not the greatest uh, What's the new, what's temperature. the new uh, classic rock station? Are they playing? Oh, they're playing Nirvana on classic rock. Dude, they're, pay, they? they're playing Chili Peppers. Oh. And I was like... My heart okay. broke a little bit. Don't like, tell me we're not middle-aged when the <laughs> shit we were jamming back in the day is on the classic rock station. That is insane. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, I mean, that's what it means to me. I, I mean, is that pretty much that pretty much sums, sums it up, up man. what it means to you? I mean, that's that's I mean, where the, we're coming from. The, the the transition from your teenage years and, you know, up and all through your 20s and up to your yeah. 30s. I mean, that's... Like, we're not quite in the, you know, back in my day, <laughs> kids had respect. Like, it's not quite there. But, you know, I, I don't know, dude. I turn on the radio right now. I have to turn it off. Like, I cannot jam what kids no, are listening no, no, to. No, I can't do it either. Uh, I can't. I can't, I can't get, get down. Like, even, like, we grew up in an age of video games, right? You mentioned Tony Hawk earlier. Yeah. And, like, I try to get my kids to play even the video games we played back in the day. And they're like, that's stupid. <laughs> I want to play Fortnite. Yeah, and I'm yeah. watching Fortnite. And it is just like, what is this crap? What are you crap? doing? What yeah. are you doing? <laughs> what is this crap? Like, 
So you gotta pay fifty bucks to get guns? Like, hold up, man! You right, had to be badass right. back in the day. Yeah, uh, you need to shit. get you an N sixty four and play you some Golden Eye. Bad fur day. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, we're 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 getting up there, man. Yeah, I, yeah. Maybe not by the definition, and I I guarantee you, everybody who said to us, "You're not middle aged," they just are mad because it makes them feel old <laughs> because we're either younger or the same age as them. Yeah. So they're like, "Oh, but you're not even middle aged." Yeah. So. I don't know. I, I think it's a dope title. I <laughs> I think about our text thread when we were trying to come up with a title and all the shit we were texting back yeah, and forth yeah. of like what and that was when I when I texted smells like middle aged spirit, Chris, you're like, that's it. That's, that's it, the dude. one. That's it. Boom. <laughs> that's the one. And I was like, man, I hope nobody took it. And lo and behold, here we are today. Episode one. We've been talking for thirty-eight minutes, fifty-eight seconds. I'm not going to sit here and read the clock, man. Um, this went well. This I, went way better than our practice. In any of the rehearsals. <laughs> yes. I love it, man. And I, because I love you it. know what we did? We just relaxed a little bit yep. and we let yep. it fly. And small we just little, had small little prep talk. Turn yeah. the mics on. Let's go. Yeah. Let's do it. Absolutely. This is it. We did what we do yep. on a Saturday night anyway, man. Yep. Like sit on the back porch yep. and, uh, Minus minus a little bit of liqueur, you know. <laughs> we want you guys to be able to understand what we're saying. But dude, this is cool. This is fun. Um, there's a lot of topics that we just talked about, man. We could do entire podcasts on. Yeah, but absolutely. I think our main goal was, hey, let's let people get to know who we absolutely. are. Absolutely. Let's let them know what we're about. And yeah. I hope when they listen to this, they'll say, you know what? Those are super likable guys. I think I'll listen to them again. That's what we hope. Um, once again, if you've been listening to us. Um, I'm sorry, following us, excuse me, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, we appreciate your support. We hope you're listening now. Go and share it. Tell all of your friends. Smells like middle-aged spirit. These guys are good dudes. We're quality individuals. And we just want you guys to be a part of this thing from the ground up, like we've said before. This is our first episode. We probably fumbled over ourselves a couple <laughs> times. That's you okay. probably heard some noise in the background our kids might be flushing toilets who knows you're gonna get to hear the growing pains (laughs) yeah and that's what this is about and studio a is still in under construction we have not given up on that project um i'm hoping in the next few weeks month or so i shouldn't make the mistake of putting a deadline because we tried that once before let's not put a deadline let's not put a deadline (laughs) let's not do that it's coming soon we'll be in the studio and uh just know we are continuously working on. yes we are working on this we eventually want to have video up and we're going to have a good time. Chris, is there anything you want to say to the people before we get out of here? I think 40 minutes and 51 seconds is a good start. Hopefully, they'll stick around for the whole thing. I dig it, man. I just want to say thank you to everybody listening, everybody following, everybody liking and sharing our stuff. Like, the monsters that social media are, your, your support is greatly appreciated. It Absolutely. truly is. Absolutely. Um, and you guys are going to be what drives this thing. So, keep sharing. Keep telling everybody about it. I think it went good, my friend. I love it. What do you say? We call it a wrap. That's it. All right. I'm Nick Stevenson. That's Chris Clark. You're listening to the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit podcast. We will see you next time. All righty. That was the first whiff. Um, I know it's probably only me, man, but when I listen back to that, the nostalgia, man, it's crazy. And um, I love my crew and I love what we're doing. But it just, that was a different time, man. Even when I listen back to the show now, like, I'm really thankful that we have sponsorships. um, And I'm thankful that people have trusted us to represent their businesses. But listening back to a show that's just pure us talking 
uh, you know, with no advertisements and everything. It, I don't know. It kind of takes me back, man, to the beginning. And we, it was definitely rough. Uh, <laughs> we, Like I said, if you have the absolutely counter on, um, I think I might, when I edit this post, I might actually put an absolutely counter on. Because I've never actually counted how many times we said it. Uh, I don't know. I would probably just give up after the first hundred times, man. We said it a lot. But, you know, we had some growing pains. There was a couple times where our responses to one another made zero sense. Like when Chris is telling me about how he almost moved to um, to Corpus. And he's like, yeah, man, we were packed up, ready to go. And I'm like, oh, that's great. That's great. That's awesome. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Why is that awesome? I'm just telling you about how we didn't want to leave Deer Park. Uh <laughs> It's just funny, man. And, you know, if, if you guys are starting a podcast uh, and you haven't started yet, but you're working on beginning one, these these are some of the things you're going to go through. You're going to have to find your niche. And I'm not saying that I'm, I'm not perfect now by any means, but you get more comfortable doing it. And the more you do it, the better you get. And then the more you enjoy it. Um, but I'm just so thankful, man. Two years of doing this show. Um. You know, number one, I've said this many times before, I got to thank Chris Clark, because even though he's not here anymore, this show wouldn't exist without him. I don't know if I would have pushed through the adversity that we faced early on without him. I just don't think that I would have. And, you know, I feel like being a part of this show was beneficial to him, too. I told you guys at the beginning of this episode, the first time we turned on these microphones, he froze like a popsicle, man. But as we continue doing the show, I feel like I helped him, helped infuse him with some confidence and and build him up. And, you know, he became an entire persona. He became the hype gorilla. Um, and I really wanted him to shine on this show. And I think he did. Look, there's some people who don't even listen to us anymore because he's gone. I know that. I can acknowledge that. Um there's a lot of people who have told me, hey, man, it's it's not the same. And you're right. It's not the same. And it doesn't mean it's still not good. Uh, I really enjoy what we're doing. Um, but I got to give Chris a lot of credit for getting this thing started. And he he motivated me. It was like uh, when you're a kid and you're learning to ride a bike. Like when we first started, he was holding the handlebars for me and he was running next to me. And then finally he was able to just let me go. And, um, you know, and I was able to 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 start taking control over the show. And then once it started to be a little too much, that's when we were blessed to have the crew that we have now join us. But man, looking back on that was awesome. If you, like I said, if, if you listened to that episode before, I appreciate you so much for rocking with us. All the OG spirit sniffers, man, I love you. And when I say that, that's not just words. That's not just hyperbole. Like I really love you guys for supporting the smells like middle-aged spirit podcast and everything that we're trying to do. I am so excited about season four. I'm going to let you guys know right now, we have already begun talking to some really, really awesome guests. Um, there's people who are excited to come on the show, and that excites me. And we're working on, you know, just putting this thing together and taking that next step. I, I told the guys in our, um, if you guys didn't listen, we have a lot of bonus content out right now. Number one, go check out Poet Lady Key. All of her poems are on our podcast channel now. You can listen to each of them individually. We did a season three review show right after the finale. And that's when I told the guys, like, I'm, I really want to, my original goal was to get 10,000 listens in the first year. We fell well short of that, but we're close, man. We're almost to 8,000 now. And so 10,000 is very doable. I'm honestly going to be very disappointed if we don't get to it, but in order to get to it, we're going to have to promote. And guys, if you're listening to this, all the OGs, all the newbies, 
you're going to help us get there. You are a part of this show. This show is just as much yours as it is mine. And if we're going to get to these goals, all I want you to do is just tell your friends about it. Hey, here's a local podcast of these guys. They have a good time. They try to stay positive and have good messaging. They don't always agree with each other on everything. And trust me, they're from different backgrounds, but they're friends and they're still able to have conversations and get along with one another. And that, as much as this show has changed, that is the one thing that I'm proud of that has always maintained consistency is that we were always going to be positive. And even when we do get into political things, we, we started out saying we would never talk about politics and we like we don't have political debate. That's always been my stance. But anytime politics is in the news or it's a current event that we can't really hide from, even if we don't agree with one another, we're going to have a decent conversation and we're still going to love and respect one another afterward. And I think the world still needs that, you know. So the motto is still the same. It used to be, what if a couple of nobodies from Texas changed the world? Well, now what if a few nobodies from Texas changed the world? And that's what we're trying to do. Um, what else do I want to add about the show? This episode, it was great. I loved it, and I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. And um, if you get an opportunity to, go back and listen to some of the older episodes, man. For all the newbies who just started rocking with us, go check out a couple. They're really good. Um, we're probably not as good as far as you know production and quality of the delivery, but we had a good time doing it. And I'm just, this thing's my baby, so I'm proud of it. Uh, to all of you who, like I said, if you're an aspiring podcaster, you want some help, you want to get some coaching or just figure out how to do it and how to start, please don't hesitate to reach out to me on all of our social media. Uh, you can reach me, you know, direct message or leave a comment on our on our pages, either one. Um, Gosh, man, I don't want it to end, but I think that's going to be it. Listen, listen to everybody. Once again, I love you. Thank you so much for your support. I want to wish you a very happy and safe Thanksgiving you guys get your eat on, and uh, we will see you at the beginning of season four. I want to thank you guys very much for listening to this very special bonus episode of episode number one, The First Whiff. As always, I am your gracious and humble host, Nick Stevenson, and we will see you next time. You've been listening to the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit Podcast. For more show content, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And don't forget to visit spiritswagstore.com for everything you need to wrap your favorite podcast in style.